0: saint Petersburg, a land of football. Road 3, little things in life. Media company Snob in the year 2020 organizing committee present a joint project, a virtual walk for fans and all those who are interested in football and its history. This spring we present three multimedia roads and invite you to walk with us with famous residents of saint Petersburg, including actors, musicians and football fans. These votes include audio, photos, and a fascinating story about football in St. Petersburg. In the first multimedia tour, we talked about the history of football in St. Petersburg. In the second one, about how closely and sometimes unexpectedly football connects to art in the Russian cultural capital. Today, we will tell you how football defines social life of the city. This lifestyle road that takes us for our galleries, bars and basements was created by Daria Panayotti, the creator of State Hermitage Museum and the creator of the exhibition Cecil Beaton, celebrating celebrities. 58 Litani Avenue, Borei Art Center Daria Panayotti, creator of the State Hermitage Museum and an expert of St. Petersburg history, invites us to start our walk from a stop that defined trendy cultural life of St. Petersburg in the 1990s. The Art Center Boy. The art center was like a volcano with seething boiling lava of the city’s artistic, literary and philosophical movements. Solidifying, this lava formed the landscape of the arts in St. Petersburg at the end of the 20th century. But unlike most of the famous places from those times, Boré is still alive and quite successful, even if it's not commercially. Like football, Boré is an example of teamwork. It's a collaborative art centre where every player, every participant is equally important. Daria Panayotti, creator saint Petersburg, on one hand, is a city in which eternal beauty overshadows the meaning of one human life. On the other hand, it is a city in which doing nothing, disconnecting from the everyday rhythm, wandering aimlessly and being immersed in reflection and contemplation, in short, doing what the French call being a flanner, takes on special meaning. In the 1980s-1990s, this lifestyle was associated primarily with Bohemianism. Bore is, of course, rather a symbol of such a way of life in which one can afford the luxury of aimless wandering, being left alone with oneself and with the city. There is a famous photo of Arkady Dragomoshenko, a meta-realist poet at the entrance of Bore with a cigarette sitting on the staircase railing. He was a prominent key figure in St. Petersburg's cultural life. Now this photo can be seen on the walls of the Bar Kroniki which means the Chronicles, that two decades later have caught and carried the spirit of Bore. And that is where we're going now. Bar Kroniki the Chronicles, 26th Nekrasov Street. Today, Nekrasov Street is a main street where one can get a drink and a small broad, a traditional Danish open-faced sandwich. Drink venues here vary from full bars to small cell by glass places and the residents of St. Petersburg read them all the difference between that seems to blur. Around 2013, the Kroniki bar revitalized the tradition of those small sell-by-glass drinking venues so popular in Russia once. The bar has been the center of intelligentsia gatherings ever since. And it's not surprising considering that the bar owner is a famous journalist, Peter Birger. these discussions about sell-by-glass venues is an attempt to maintain some continuity in traditions. Only a few of those classic aesthetic Soviet-type drinking venues remain in the city. The rest is an opportunity to keep the connection of times. In the case of Kroniki, we maintain a democratic spirit, an easygoing atmosphere and affordable prices. We serve simple appetizers and strong alcohol and we encourage urban patriotism. Our regulars are very different, but all of them are united by their love for St. Petersburg. This creates that authentic atmosphere that is so appreciated by the guests of the city. I don't think that in St. Petersburg people drink more than Moscow, there's no such statistics. I think such a feeling comes from a different place, a slower flow of time and a larger concentration of bars in the center of the city. When you see 20 bars in the same street, it seems that the whole city drinks without the break. But if you distribute those bars around the city, this feeling will go away, says Peter. By the way, the Kroniki bartender, Timofey Khmelov is a big writer in St. Petersburg. Timofey's most famous book is called Kicker. And the book and its author have been compared by some critics to Salinger. Kicker is table football. The main character of the novel, Alex Sluzovsky, plays Kicker very well. He even participates in the Kicker World Cup, but he never wins. Anna Nova Gallery, 28 Zhukovsky Street. Coming out of Kroniki, we pass one block in the direction of Nevsky Avenue and find ourselves in the neighboring Zhukovsky Street. On this street, one can find one of the most famous and important galleries in St. Petersburg, Anna Nova. The gallery recently celebrated its 16th anniversary, which, by the standards of the art world, is a serious term. The gallery was the first to organize a competition among young artists called Nova Art and since then it is constantly seeking new young talents to future stars of the art world. Anna Nova is also known for its art exhibitions. The openings and closings of exhibitions are attended by many prominent social figures of St. Petersburg. The owner's name is Anna Brynova. In addition to the gallery, Anna is the co-founder of the sports complex Nova Arena. With indoor and outdoor pitches for football, basketball, beach volleyball, boxing and gymnastics, there's also a fitness club with a swimming pool, a spa studio and restaurants. And of course, the interior's feature works by contemporary artists. The complex is located right across the stop of trolley number 31. Expensive cars parked by the sports complex would also look well on the Andinova Gallery parking lot. But they look appropriate here as well. KAM's house, 11 Mayakovsky Street. The house on Nadezhinska Street. In this house, from 1925 till his arrest in 1941, lived Daniel Kalms, an early Soviet-era avant-gardist and absurdist poet. He lived in apartment number 8 and house number 11 on Nadezhinskaya Street. In 2005, a memorial plaque dedicated to this poet and writer was installed in the house. Since 1936, the street was renamed into Mayakovsky Street in honor of Vladimir Mayakovsky, another Russian poet, who lived in this street in House 52. If in the early 2000s, the street art was represented mainly by faceless scribblings on numerous walks along the railway tracks and competing statements of who is cooler among football fans of their teams, now there are dozens of world-renowned street artists in Russia who create and transform the symbolic and cultural capital of our country, says historian and editor of Telegram channel Architectural Excesses, Pavel Gnirlybov. In St. Petersburg, Koms is one of the symbols of unpredictability of the city. The same unpredictability as the score in a football match. Here's how Zenit players read Homs and congratulated their fans on the New Year's Eve. Daniel Homs, street sweeper Santa Claus, in a fur coat, in a hat, wrapped in layers, a street sweeper set to rest on a bench, smoking his pipe and talking to the snow. Are you twirling or are you melting? I can't understand a thing. I keep sweeping back and forth, but you're still coming from the north. Ah, oh, It's useless, better take a break and smoke. The street sweeper is smoking his pipe and squinting his eyes and sighing and yawning and suddenly falling asleep. Hey, look Manya, shouted Vanya. Look at this dummy staying at his broom. He's like a snowman or like Santa Claus. Slap him! Grab him by his nose! Yah! The dummy growls and he stomps his feet. From the bench he jumps and in Russian speaks, "I'll show you Santa Claus! Try and grab me by the nose." Bar El Copitas, 2 Colacolne Street. Three years in a row, Bar El Kopitas, located in the invisible corner of Kolokolny Street, is among the 50 best bars in the world. It is the only one in Russia. The bar opened in 2015. In three years, the team gained recognition not only in Russia, but also abroad. Hashtag one month one million rubles one bar is a hashtag that the bar owners used on social media to describe their preparations for the opening. El Peters emerged literally from nothing. Three friends, Artem Perog, Igor Zenov and Nikolai Kisilov, then unknown bartenders, took one million rubles of startup capital and rented a space in a building with an enclosed spatio, a type of courtyard common in the city. Who would have thought that the bar would become one of the most famous in the country? Like with fans at a football stadium, everyone is your friend in a bar because once you're together in this place, something unites you with others. El Copitas was originally conceived as an undisclosed venue without a sign into which one cannot get by accident. Gradually, the bar developed many charming traditions, beginning with the entrance, where visitors are greeted by an employee in a leopard coat and ending with a cup of hot chocolate, which you are supposed to drink before leaving. We like to say that a person comes to a drinking venue not to find someone, but to be found. It doesn't matter who finds you, whether it's like-minded stranger, a cool bartender who knows all the vicissitudes of the human soul, or it's a football fan who is ready to share the joy of victory. And here is the most important advice. Dear friends, drink more water. Let your main ritual in the bar in St. Petersburg be something like this. Drink alcohol, then a glass of water, then alcohol, then again a glass of water, so that tomorrow you have a fresh complexion, no headache, you're alert and productive, and everything is great. This summer many fans will be walking on Nevsky Avenue, celebrating, shouting, making noise and singing. They will be so happy and so different. There will be showbiz stars, writers, artists, taxi drivers, TV anchors, teachers, two guys, workers, children, adults, people from all walks of life. They will come to St. Petersburg from different countries. They will be different, but they will have one thing in common, their sincere passion for the city and for football. Dear friends, love sports, love St. Petersburg. Yours snob in the Euro 2020 organizing committee.